Welcome to episode one of the definition of fuck. Definition of fuck. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about something I think is pretty near and dear to both of us. Definitely. Um, which is spirituality. It's something that I've been practicing for quite a few years, I'd say. And you're relatively new to it, but you still... Like, you're starting to take it more and more seriously now. Yeah, like the last probably three years i'd yeah. say yeah well I, I don't know i got interested in it like maybe 10 years ago mm-hmm. or not quite 10 years ago but i didn't really like, look into it, it. Yeah. yeah i didn't understand it or look into it until like the last three years or mm-hmm. something i'll take credit for that got you, you into it. can <laughs> take quite a bit of credit for that honestly yeah it's um yeah i don't know spirituality is just something that's it's just a way of life you know what i mean um if somebody were to come up to you at a party and be like, what is spirituality? What would you tell them? Like, what does it mean to you? If I was at a party? Or just like in general, some random stranger came up to you on the street and was like, hey man, what's spirituality? How would you describe it to somebody that would, like asking? If I was at a party, I would probably say like, dude, fucking, <laughs> dude, let's fucking play beer pong, bro. But wand over this over a shot of Jack. Exactly. If a stranger on the street came up to me, I would probably pretend I didn't see him and keep walking because that's typically how I deal with strangers on the street and stuff. But if someone who I <laughs> trusted okay. asked me what spirituality is, I don't even know. I guess it's like a way of looking at life. It's like a way of living your life. Yeah. Um, it's like adjacent to religion, maybe, you know? Yeah. I think, like, with religion, like, there's just, there's a set, like, yes or no, you know what I mean? Like, it's very black and white. True. There's rules to religion, whereas spirituality is good because it's, like, unique to each person. Mm -hmm. There's so much gray area in spirituality that, like, every person's path is unique, and it's, you know, it's great. You take what resonates and you leave what doesn't. That's true. You could go, like, read an article about spirituality and you could agree with three things that they said but then not really like two things that they said but you Mm -hmm. don't have to take those things with you it's kind of just like whatever helps you get through your spiritual path yeah and the difference between religion and spirituality in that aspect is like you don't have to if you don't take all of the points they made you don't have to question whether or not you're worthy of spirituality or something like that spirituality is just it's I guess it's like a religion in a sense that it's like a something to look forward to. There's a higher power. There's a, it's a purpose of life, you know. So in a sense, it is similar to religion, but like it's kind of just like on its own unique realm. It's just beautiful, you know. Yeah, it's just beautiful, man. It's gorgeous. <laughs> it's like the first time I looked at like something so beautiful. No, I think I meant. <laughs> It's like a religion, it's like adjacent to religion, just in the way that, like, it's a way to kind of live your life Mm -hmm. overall, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you have your things going on, but then you have a belief system, and if your belief system falls in line with spirituality, you know, it's like, that's how you base a lot of your ideas on and stuff like that. Maybe not ideas, but like the way you do things, see things. Absolutely, yeah. Like, spirituality has helped open me up to so many, like just being a better person in general mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong i know a lot of people who claim they're spiritual and they're just shitty fucking people but i don't <laughs> think they're actually like fully spiritual then they just like it for the aesthetic of it you know like that shit drives me nuts like when witchcraft and like spirituality became like a thing it was like just the aesthetic of it people went and bought you can go to fucking what store was it 
there was some bookstore that was selling like sage and crystals in like a little kit. A bookstore? Yeah, it was like a starter witchcraft kit. And like there was so much rage over it. Like all the witches in the world were like, what the fuck is this? Like they were just so angry about it. Like it was like a witch starter pack. It was That's fucking so strange. Weird. But it's because it was such an aesthetically like pleasing thing to people, you know what I mean? Well like witches had a big moment in Probably like 2019, 20, and 21. Yeah, they really popped off. Just like they did in the 90s. Yeah. It's like a cycle, you <laughs> Just know? like, yeah, keeps going. History repeats itself. Mm-hmm. Except it's not as... It's it's cooler to be a witch now than it was back in the day. <laughs> I feel like it's more accepted <laughs> well, now absolutely. than it was in the 90s. And then, you know, if you want to take it way back, it's definitely more accepted than it was in the 1600s because oh, yeah. people aren't... You know, like being put on like giant sticks and burnt and shit. I absolutely would have been burnt at the stake if I was alive back then. Mm-hmm. Answer me this. In your time uh, practicing witchcraft or living that lifestyle in general, has anybody, say, I don't know, tied you up, put you into a lake? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me like a serious question. This is, I'm... If you're not taking this seriously, then we already have an issue. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Tied you up, put you in a lake, and, you know, observed respectfully whether or not you sank or didn't sink to see if you were a witch. Um, honestly, no. <laughs> That's absolutely. what I suspected. Absolutely not. Okay. Um, no, I just, I, I'm able to freely express the fact that I'm spiritual and that I'm a witch. For a really long time, I didn't call myself a witch though like i felt like it was cheesy almost yeah it's that word though it has so many things like connected to it because of movies and stuff like that well like the main reason people know about witches is movies and Mm. stuff so when you use that word it comes across as cheesy yeah people are like oh you're a green witch with a big pickle nose on a broom flying around you know or people take it as like the craft or like harry yes. potter you know like i can't make shit levitate with my fucking mind although shouts out nev campbell <laughs> sure <laughs> we love nev campbell uh, but yeah spirituality i guess like spirituality and witchcraft like they do do correlate you can be you can be spiritual without being a witch mm-hmm. but you how the fuck you can be spiritual without being a witch but most witches have to be spiritual to some degree I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really practice witchcraft or anything, mm. you know, I'm interested in it, but I don't practice it. Mm. Um, I think typically you kind of have to have some sort of, like, spiritual belief to be into witchcraft, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Like, spirituality, to me, is, like, the, the big picture, mm-hmm. and then witchcraft is one of those things that could fit in with it. Absolutely, yeah, that's yeah, what okay. it is, yeah. Yeah. But spirituality is like, like I said before, it's like a way of life. Like it's just, it's helped me like gain so much in my life, like just within myself and then like materialistic items as well. Fully. Through manifestation and just like, well, manifestation on its own. Like that's a whole, we could talk about like that on a whole episode on its own. You Straight know? up, yeah. There's a lot to that too. But like meditating, just being aware of myself being in the present moment like it helps with like the anxiety you know what i mean like if you're panicking it's good to like just be aware that like you're in your present moment another thing that like i love about spirituality is how it just like allows so much room for growth like 
you grow so much as a person once you start to become aware of spirituality and like like how would i word that you don't get stuck in stagnant ways you start Typically to not, no. yeah you start to realize that like changing your perspective on <clears throat> things and your outlook and like forever moving and your opinions changing is a good thing that's kind of like a huge part of spirituality mm-hmm. is to kind of reach your best self right yeah or like, that's how i see it anyways your higher self yeah what, what a lot of people would call god most spiritual people just refer to it as a higher power or mm-hmm. their higher self that's you know you're trying to reach so by continuing to grow and to change and to evolve and like not be stuck in stagnant energy it helps you get there it sucks because it like it helps you in the long run but it also like you lose a lot in a spiritual journey Mm -hmm. you really do friendships you know ways of thinking like so many things will just fall out of your life because they're stuck in one energy form and it's not proceeding to change or raise up with you you know people can use like lose relationships and like i said friendships like if the things around you aren't growing with you then you're going you're going to lose them mm-hmm. and that can be shitty in the moment to have to deal with but it's always in its best interest for yourself yeah typically it ends up being better for the long run yeah absolutely it's just like at the moment it seems pretty like traumatic you yeah know? You're like losing friends and you're changing the way you think you're changing yourself you might dress different or something mm-hmm. and it all seems like a lot but as you continue through it you look back like five months later and it was for the best yeah you look back like okay well <laughs> clearly that was needed because i'm doing a lot better now yeah well no, that's always a like a it's a good feeling to like look back after a certain amount of time has passed once you've come to terms with it and be like you know what like i'm so glad that i'm at a place now where i can understand why that happened and be okay with it because i'm in a way better headspace now than i was back then yeah exactly that the headspace is huge for me with spirituality because like like i said you know i got into it fairly recently like Mm -hmm. three years ago i started really getting into it yeah i've had pretty horrible anxiety for 10 years now Mm -hmm. diagnosed for 10 years anyways and then in the last three years it's helped me so much with mental health because all like they talk about so much hey just real quick hey cats relax big guys you guys never talk, and then the minute we have to talk into fucking microphones, you have to make an appearance. You can come talk. You have interesting stuff to say. Zero, come over here. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm just going to stand in the kitchen where it echoes my meow the loudest. Hell yeah. Shy in front of the microphone. Link. <laughs> Zero. All they talk about, or a lot of what they talk about in spirituality is meditating, being present, slowing down a lot of meditating and being present Mm -hmm. i didn't do any of those things which was a huge issue for my anxiety because i would start thinking about the future and start thinking about the past and stuff like that and it would just gotta go fast (laughs) it's gotta go really fast yeah my brain's out there collecting coins and running in loops and being (laughs) a blue hedgehog from sega and then i started meditating and taking taking action to be present and it's helped a lot oh yeah so that's like the biggest benefit so far of spirituality Mm -hmm. 
I think is helping my mental health. I mean, there's other benefits, but that's like the the biggest one for me. Absolutely. And that's the best part about it is it's different for everybody, right? Like, yeah. Spirituality for me is like, I don't know, it just betters my life as a whole. Like, it's given me such a new perspective on life. It's given me like the tools to like maneuver through life and like just make it better. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's for mental health or for, you know, like I said, like manifesting things in my life that I want. True. I didn't realize that all I had to do was write something on a piece of paper and say it out loud to the universe and it'll come to me. It's worked for thrift shopping. I'll go to the thrift shops and I'll be like, I want to find this specific pair of pants. And I will. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. (laughs) I always thank the thrift store gods because I'm like, (laughs) I manifest what I want and then I go to the thrift store and like nine times out of ten, I find what I'm looking for. I think I have to do that then. I really want a leather jacket, a biker jacket that fits me perfectly and I can't find one. Or... You know, I could pay like 400 bucks. Just ask the th- like the thrift store gods. I might have to reach out to them. They're always <laughs> looking down on you. <laughs> do you have their P.O. box? Uh, No, I don't have their P.O. box. I usually just uh, say it into the air and hope that they hear me. And like I said, nine times out of ten, it works. Um, Even like stirring your coffee with intention or speaking affirmations into water. Because water holds memory. So when you speak your affirmations into the water, so you say, like, it's going to be a great day, or you're trying to, like, bring something to your day specifically, you speak into your water, and then you drink it. How do you, how do you, like, stir something with intention, though? So, like, your morning coffee, tea, whatever, stirring, you're, like, you just stir it, and you visualize what you want in the day, and you speak it out loud. And then it just really puts it into, like, it's like a form of manifesting, right? Mm -hmm. So you say it into the liquid and then you're putting the liquid into your body, which in return, like, joins the two and creates a reality. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's like that experiment where they wrote love on one... Plant. Was it plant? I think so, yeah. And hate on another? Yeah. Or they, like, talk shit to the one plant and then it, like, got sad and died. And then the other plant just, like, flourished because they were, like, loving it. Okay. That's basically what it is. You're sort of just, like, speaking what you want into the thing, taking it in, Mm -hmm. and then the universe does the rest? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Even, like, taking a bath, like, you can, like, lay there and just, like, visualize the water and, like, what you want and the water surrounding you. It's, you know, like filling you up with the intention that you have place in it Mm -hmm. um a lot of people do quantum jumping with showers which is another it's like a a different like way to jump realities okay so you go into the shower in your reality that you're in now Mm -hmm. and then when you're in the shower you like scrub the fuck out of your body every inch of your body right and you visualize all of the like negativity and stuff that you don't want just going down the drain i do that yeah and then when you hop out of the shower you essentially say like think to yourself that you're jumping into a new desired reality okay so say in this new desired reality i'm going to win the lottery or i'm gonna you know something Mm -hmm. very specific and then you just keep doing that every time you shower that's another form of manifestation too Hmm. like it's so crazy because like spirituality is such a a broad term there's so many like links to spirituality and like different ways to go about it and like belief systems and stuff it's crazy it means a ton absolutely yeah i am curious speaking of belief systems 
um, number one, how did you get into spirituality? Secondly, how did that kind of like spin into your current belief system? Um, I guess I've always kind of been into it ever since I was a kid, you know, like I'd pick up rocks or I'd make like potions with lotion and fucking like Mm -hmm. mud and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So like it's always just kind of been starting off in nature, I think is what really triggers it. Like nature is such a grounding experience, just walking barefoot in the grass or Mm -hmm. like being outside. It's very like, it's a good way to like maintain spirituality and just start it off. So I think from a young age, I was always just kind of like interested in it, but I didn't understand what it was. Didn't know like the name of yeah. what you were interested in. Yeah. And like we've had this conversation before how like religion wasn't something that I grew up around. Right. It was not a topic in my household. It wasn't the only thing, like the only way I knew about religion was because I was in religion class and mom was quick to pull us out of it. Yeah. It was never like, so I never had like a religion to hold on to. Or to, like, believe in, you know? I just kind of had free will to choose what I wanted. And I think that was a really big deciding factor for, like, why I'm so spiritual now. Right. Because I had the free will to choose what I wanted to believe in. That makes sense because you weren't, like, fed what happens when you die and shit like that. So, as a kid, you're kind of just, like, trying to figure it out and stuff like that. Just, like, a free-for-all, basically. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, like... I guess I just kind of neglected it for a long time because, like, I had issues with drinking copious amounts of alcohol every single day. Hell yeah. (laughs) Functioning addict, for sure. Alcoholic. Um, So I really neglected myself and my spirituality. And, like, because you can't be both. You can't be an alcoholic and be spiritual because it literally, like, drains you. Like, it drains the spirit out of you. It's insane how much it taints spirituality so yeah i was neglected for a really long time and then i suddenly got into tarot was like the first like i had crystals and stuff because i was like ooh, they're pretty i like them mm-hmm. i didn't really know what they meant i just wanted them and then i turned to tarot and i found out i was really good at it and i was very drawn to it and i started reading for other people and reading for myself and like to the point where, like, I was getting, like, chills over my entire body because, like, the readings that I would do for myself were so true. Yeah. And I, they resonated with me so hard. And then from tarot, I turned to, you know, like, making spell jars and then, like, just different ways. And, like, it just kind of, like, built up over time. It was, like, a drug to me. I just wanted more. Right. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to take it all in. And I'm still at that point now. I've come so far with my spirituality, but, like... I still want to fucking astral project. I want to go like zip off into fucking the astral realm and like do shit there. You know what I mean? Like I'm forever searching for more and like wanting to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. Tarot was huge for me. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Cause I was a little bit into it Mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't really know what to think. I was still very like skeptical about the whole kind of realm, you know? And um, at this point in my life, I was not doing well. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, tons of drinking and just like going for it, hundred percent punk rock, getting <laughs> fucked up all the time. Yeah. And um, but uh, somebody that I I care about, someone close to me, a friend of my mom's actually, uh, does tarot readings and is very into that sort of thing. <clears throat> she was like, "Well, I'll do one for you." I was like, yeah, sure, like, okay, you know, I'm interested in it, I get it's cool, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, like, whatever, yeah, let's do it. So, she gave me the reading, she just did, like, a general reading, mm-hmm. and she has said to me, um, I see a house, I see a woman, and I see a child. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like, uh, don't have a girlfriend, don't have a child, don't have a house. Yeah. So, it's doubt bullshit. it. But, okay. <laughs> and then, like, a month after that, mm-hmm. I got a house mm-hmm. with my friend for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. I met you mm-hmm. and your daughter. Mm-hmm. And then, once I was sort of, like, reflecting on everything after my life had changed so much, and it just, like, clicked... Oh, I was told this stuff was going to happen mm-hmm. like a month ago. Yeah. And then that sort of like. Just spiraled it. Yeah. Just opened the fucking floodgates, you yeah. know? And then I was like, okay, well, there is something to this. So why not sort of look further into it? Mm-hmm. Um, That's the nice thing about spirituality, too, is that it like it proves itself to be true over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, there's a reason I believe in it. There's a reason that I do what I do is because it's never failed me. I see results from it. Even to go as far as like hexing people. Like I've only done it a handful of times and I've seen fucking drastic, drastic <laughs> results from it. That's Yeah, I think that word's appropriate. Yeah, I've seen like very like chaotic energy happen. Mm-hmm. To the person specifically that I have hexed, people. It's been a couple times. You hear that, motherfuckers? <laughs> you want to leave a bad review on the podcast, bro? Fucking and bad hex, stuff yeah. starts happening to you? It's Sydney. <laughs> Not me, though, but definitely blame her. <laughs> but it's just like seeing the results and seeing it, you know, like it doesn't, it never proves me wrong ever no and that's why i continue to believe in it that's why i continue to do it is because like it it's helpful and you see it working you can visually see it working whether it's through materialistic items or like just within yourself realizing that you're a better person and yeah no it's amazing (laughs) there is even sometimes though where i'm like i know that the human brain is sort of um the way it operates is it it picks out patterns that works best for like its ideal situation and stuff like that, you know, like that's just the way it it works. Mm -hmm. So I question like, am I sort of just creating this narrative? So I feel better, you know, like sometimes I will, I will question my spirituality and be like, is this right? Not, not is it right? Because I'm pretty like on it now. Yeah. But there are, there are times where I'm like, I mean, you know, I'm seeing this number re- reoccurring a lot. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, but the human brain, you know, it sees patterns and that's the way it... But when you th- think you know, about a red car a lot and then you see a red car, your brain's like, oh my god, like, I was just thinking about that red car and now yeah. I see it because you're actively seeking a red car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's stuff like that that'll make me question it every once in a while. But then, like, a ridiculous situation will happen mm-hmm. where it's like... Well, that's not me searching for something. That's mm-hmm. like an insane coincidence yeah. that I wouldn't even really call a coincidence because it was like a a big deal. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't think of an example right now because it's one of those things that just like happens every once in a while mm-hmm. and you're like, whoa, crazy. And then you kind of move on. But. Yeah. But I always like to say like how many coincidences need to happen before it's just reality yeah that's exactly just is what it is exactly like 10 coincidences isn't a fucking coincidence anymore that's <laughs> yeah. just it's just happening and it's real you know yes i guess that's what i was trying to say in a really long-winded and somehow very vague <laughs> way yeah that's what i was trying to say yeah no there's been times like in the beginning where i definitely questioned it you know like my tarot readings were so on point sometimes i was like what the f-? like i was like 
not scared, but I definitely questioned it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'd be like, is this even real? Or is this just like, because my brain is actively seeking answers, I'm just willing to fucking take whatever these cards tell me yeah. and turn it into something that makes sense. Right, right. And I've definitely questioned it before, but like the more I practice, the more I fall further and further into this realm. The more you see too. The more you see it. Seeing is believing. Absolutely. And like I know that like spirituality isn't completely backed up by science. Like it's being studied mm. and tested, but like Yeah, but there's the CIA documents or whatever. Yeah. I didn't read through them admittedly. Um Yeah. But where they talk about even astral projection. Yeah. And they talk about manifestation yes. and the law of attraction and everything. Yeah. It's it is being studied, I think maybe just not because it goes into like the conspiracy where <laughs> the government doesn't want people Here we to go. know that stuff. <laughs> because Here we they don't go, want dude. people to know the truth. And being spiritual, being aware of yourself, being on a higher dimension, it gives you more power. Yeah, like more personal power. Overthrow the government, basically, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the point I'm getting at. I'm just like, coax this whole conversation up to just talk about conspiracies. So basically, at the end of the day, what I'm saying is spirituality is important to me because fuck the the government. government. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there's like, yeah, the CIA documents that were leaked. I don't even know if they were leaked. I think they were just released... Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to comment on them. I don't know enough about... I'm not... I vaguely read through them because I was interested and intrigued. Yeah. You know? Like, because that type of stuff, like, people are so quick to call it fake. Mm -hmm. People are so quick to say, stop living in your fucking fantasy world. It's not real. So to have some sort of, like, documentation that it is being studied and that it is something... Like, in the astral realm, Area 51 is completely blocked. Weird. In, like, a completely different fucking, like, you can't get into it. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't think you can go to Mars for some reason. Why? I don't know. There's, like, spiritual blockages. Blockages? Blockages. <laughs> spiritual blocks. Like, you can't get to these specific places in the astral realm. Mm-hmm. If the government didn't know about it, why the fuck is it being blocked off? Yeah, well, I mean... So it's definitely being studied. It's definitely being like looked into. You know what I mean? There's more to it than what most people know. Yeah. Well, it's been stated um, by the fucking CIA mm-hmm. that it's being studied. So that's mm-hmm. not even up for debate at this point. No. It's uh, just a reality. I mean, it's not like it says spirituality being studied. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> but specific things within spirituality... Like the deeper, more specific things like uh, manifestation. That's mm-hmm. not so deep. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people know that. Absolutely. Uh, most probably. Thanks, TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, real quick. TikTok spirituality people kind of fuck them, I think. Yeah, they fucking suck. I'll, I'm sure a lot of them are very nice. And if you're on TikTok and you're... TikTok niche is spirituality and tarot reading and stuff like that. You might be really nice, but when I see people, you know, they come on and they're like, I'm doing a reading. And if you see it, it's for you. Yeah. It's like, no, dude. It's not for millions of fucking people. It's not. It can't be. That's not how tarot works. It's not how it works. No. And there's a lot of gatekeepers in fucking TikTok spiritual community too. You know what I mean? Any TikTok community, I think, has like hella gatekeepers. 
It's annoying as fuck. It's wicked annoying. But off track, what the hell was I saying? CIA. They're studying it. Mm -hmm. Manifestation. Lots of people know that. Oh, astral projecting. Mm -hmm. That is like insane. Mm -hmm. You know? Like if you were to explain that to somebody who doesn't know what it is. Yeah. It's fucking batshit nuts. Yeah. But it's fucking real. The CIA are like, yeah, dude. I'm quoting the CIA right now. Yeah, dude. We're (laughs) fucking doing that. And it's sick. And it's real. And it's and it's real, dude. And yeah, do we blaze up hella kush before we do (laughs) They didn't say that. No, I'm just just joking, CIA. (laughs) Don't come for me. I'm just freaking around, my guys. Don't even don't even trip. (laughs) yeah i don't know it's crazy how like spirituality is and i i have had this conversation with you before how like i love that it's becoming a thing Mm -hmm. i love that people are being like woken up so to speak people are so woke these days people are very woke (laughs) i guess it depends on what we're woke about (laughs) that makes it good or bad it is nice in the sense that like the world could use more spiritual people if it's done right. For sure, if it's all for positivity, of Absolutely. course. Shouts out positivity. But like going back to like TikTok, like the gatekeepers and like being told like the thing about spirituality is when it becomes popular, people start to form their own opinions on it and they start to tell other people what's right and wrong about it. That's where I have an issue with it. That's fucking annoying. Yeah. You don't get to tell me what's right in my spiritual path. I'm on it by myself. I'm fucking figuring it out for myself. If I don't believe in something that you believe in, I'm not going to fucking tell you you're wrong. Exactly. Because it doesn't work for me doesn't mean that it's, you know, not wrong for you. Yeah, exactly. We're not working for you. It's the gatekeeping is insane. Like the people telling you that you're wrong or like the threefold law. If you hex somebody and a lot of witches believe that if you do something bad, it'll come back to you three times the right. amount. and it's like that's wrong yeah i mean personally that's just not what i wrong for in. you wrong for me right the gatekeeping in the spiritual community is insane to me that's one point that's what i was getting at is that i like that it's becoming a thing because the world could use more spiritual people right and i think it's a very beautiful thing that everybody should go through to better themselves but with an uprise in popularity in the spiritual realm comes assholes Mm -hmm. and people who like to tell you what you can and can't do when it comes to spirituality and i think that fucking sucks that's with anything though i guess like yeah it's with anything but you know something that's near and dear to your heart mm -hmm. it's extra annoying absolutely there's also people who don't have any fucking idea what they're talking about at all, and they're just bullshitting their way through weird shit to, like, get followers or get views or whatever mm-hmm. on TikTok. And they're just going to throw whatever they can on there. Mm-hmm. We see through the shit, dude. Yeah. You're being weird. Absolutely. Don't do that. There's so many people who claim that they're spiritual, and then they go and fucking, like, judge people all the time or they like kick their dog <laughs> like that's a really bad example <laughs> like, or, yeah they're like spiritual but like they like abuse animals beat the shit out of the dog dude someone who's spiritual claims to be spiritual is also putting small animals in pillowcases and beating the <laughs> shit out of them and that's, that's not a spiritual person not a spiritual person they're, they're not aware of themselves at all even speaking in like like i 
I'm not going to name names. We don't name names. But I do know a couple people who claim to be spiritual and they are the most toxic, negative people that I personally know. You yeah. can't, like, you can have bad days. Absolutely. Everybody has bad Everybody days. Everybody has You're bad gonna days. You're gonna have bad days. But the thing about spirituality, at least for me, is that it's opened my eyes to, like, not be so negative when something negative happens Mm -hmm. it's okay to it's it's healthy to feel those emotions it's healthy to cycle through the emotions and to feel them and then to release them you have to you absolutely have to but there's certain people who claim to be spiritual or woke and their life consists of negativity constant negativity constantly talking down themselves other people their life anything that comes up in their life is just shitty and bad and it's like if you were truly spiritual you would understand manifestation and the law of attraction and the fact that you're speaking this out into the existence that's why your life is so fucking shitty yeah because you continuously speak negativity into the universe and that's all you're getting in return yeah it's this nasty cycle you'd know a few things like if you were really spiritual yeah you would at least know the basics well absolutely which i'd say are like uh you know what you speak is what you get yeah you know it's like it's it's fairly simple you don't have to be spiritual to understand that logic yeah exactly it's just like if all you talk about is how bad it is yeah it's gonna be pretty bad because the lens you're looking through is a shit covered lens (laughs) literally just shit smeared all over the lens someone wiped their ass and then wiped that shit toilet paper onto your lens literally just wiped their asshole on the lens they wipe their ass with your lens you wipe your own ass with your own lens dude and then you wonder why your life is shit it's like, like it's yeah fucking... it's shitty because all you talk about is how shitty it is yeah you have to know like like you said anybody knows that mm. but if you're into spirituality that's like one of the first things you hear about when you start looking into spirituality yeah. is how like your outlook will change the way your life is it determines your life absolutely yeah it's definitely changed the way like I view life and how I speak things into existence. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I even stopped using the word, at least I actively try not to use the word hate. Mm-hmm. I use the word dislike or I really don't like that because for me, hate is such a strong word Right. that I don't want to just be throwing it around. I catch myself every once in a while and that's the thing is like I say it so, like I don't say it that often that when i do i actually catch myself saying it and i'm Mm. like ooh, don't like that like i am not there i say hate a lot (laughs) i just feel like hate is such a strong word and when you're throwing it out there it just compels that negativity you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. just a very very negative word hate is like i use that word a little too often i think but i also think about how you know the word hate, it's just a sound I'm making with my mouth. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of the times when I say I hate something, I don't have that feeling of actual hatred in my heart. That's fair. Yeah. So if I'm saying, oh, I hate that show, is that, like, going to bring me negativity just because I'm using the word? Because I don't feel actual hatred toward the thing. It just, the word has lost meaning to me. Mm-hmm. To a point where it's just like, that means I don't like the thing. Yeah. So I say I hate the thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because you're not actively feeling hatred towards the thing. You're just saying it. Yeah, I feel like that's where it might be an issue. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. I'm still learning a lot. Mm-hmm. But to me, it seems like whatever. 
you know, you speak things, but typically when you speak things, it's because you're feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. But when a word kind of loses its, like, gusto, yeah. if I say, like, oh, I, f I fucking hate these shoes, mm -hmm. it's like, do I hate them? No, I just don't. They don't fit perfect. Dislike them, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, like, a big thing for me was trying to word my life word my life trying to like speak with more positivity in mm -hmm. my life mm -hmm. so using words like hate and using like or just like complaining and like being negative yeah. i tried to eliminate that and just come at it with a more positive approach so i think that's where it stemmed from because then i realized like the word hate is a strong word yeah. just like the word love is a strong word you know right, what i mean right. like they're both so strong that when you use them i feel like it is a projection that's personally like just how i see it like it is a projection right like mm -hmm. i don't say i hate things because i feel like that's just a very nasty word to say that's fair and it carries a lot of negativity and i don't want that negativity to be like drawn back into my life by using that word that makes sense too because like the word hate you're using it to convey an awful lot of negativity mm -hmm. whether it has meaning to you or not you know what like the definition of hate is yeah. And it's, like, the most you can feel negatively about something. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess like, if you're throwing it out like that, yeah. That yeah, it's sense. like the opposite of love, right? Love is the highest emotion and the highest form of, like, feeling that you can feel. Yeah. And hate's the opposite. So I yeah. think, you know, like, like, I totally understand where you say, like, you're not actually fucking, like, hating the pair of shoes. You're not <laughs> yeah. feeling hatred towards it. Like, yeah. But just using those negative words like i've just tried to be more positive in the way i word things mm -hmm. just for my own sake i think like you know what that could be an issue that it means nothing to me because that means i've used the word enough times you're just like it that it's just part of my vocabulary now, yeah which could be an issue could be maybe i shouldn't be saying it that much depends on how you look at it i guess yeah it does i guess <laughs> um before we finish up i'm sure we're closing in on an hour about 38 minutes 38 minutes we got like 20 minutes mm -hmm. i so i i touched on it before we didn't answer the question though i oh well no you answered how you got into spirituality i guess mm -hmm. you're just saying you're kind of always into it yeah <clears throat> but i don't know was there something that like clicked did we talk about that um I'm trying to think. Like, I know that it was just, like, the crystals that I had, and then it was, like, some lady actually got a hold of me. That's what happened. Some lady? Yeah, some lady. She's a very, like, spiritual person. A shaman? No. <laughs> <laughs> just a spiritual person. And she had messaged me on Facebook and was like, I feel like I'm drawn to you for some reason. I feel like you have a gift whoa yeah i still have the messages like she, she just came out of fucking nowhere i've met her like maybe a handful of times she didn't really know her i didn't know her like know her know her yeah she just kind of came to me and you like, didn't she, know know her i didn't know know her i just kind of you know knew her a little bit right but, like, but not no, like no 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 no, no. yeah sick okay <laughs> and yeah she had messaged me she's like i feel very very drawn to you i feel like you have this gift you need to share it you need to explore it and she told me to go buy a deck of cards so I did. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. Right. So I did. And then it kind of just like took a turn from there. I found myself really enjoying tarot. I don't do tarot as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. I still can and I still do it every once in a while. But I've just kind of turned to more, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Easier things right. to keep my spirituality alive. Less like time consuming. Yeah. like That's fair. Just little things. Like I said, like the quantum jumping in the shower or like the stirring your coffee with intention or like speaking positivity into my water before I chug it or mm-hmm. just things like that. Even fucking taking vitamins just for my own brain to right. function properly, you know? Also, that is a very f- fucking hilarious sentence to me. Hmm. I Well, tarot, I don't do... I do um, more easy, simple things like quantum jumping. <laughs> I like quantum jumping and astral projection and like, you know, just really basic things for to, sure. To somebody who's not into these things or, you know, like they don't know about these things, to say the sentence easier things like quantum jumping. Sounds fucking insane. Sounds schizophrenic. <laughs> I, I, I just like to practice, you know, easy like... Mm, I don't know I get into the shower and then I go into my time machine and quantum jump it's like (laughs) I'm not saying that's how you're coming off I'm just saying that some people would say that's how you're coming off that's an insane thing to say if they have no idea about this sort of thing I literally speak to my water before I drink it (laughs) (laughs) like that's a fucking crazy thing to say too (laughs) that's me stirring the water (laughs) today's gonna be a great day (laughs) For real, though. It helps. It works. <laughs> I'm sure it does. I mean, I do that sort of thing sometimes. Like when I burn incense or something, mm-hmm. I uh, speak what I want my room to be filled with, That's... with the air that I blow Absolutely. out. Absolutely. I do that with incense, too. It's a great way to like cleanse any space. Like you light the incense and then you picture what you like, what the intention is behind the smoke. And then mm-hmm. when the smoke fills the room, it fills it with like whatever your intention is exactly yeah um samar pots are another great easy one to do love those yeah you just put a bunch of ingredients into a bowl of water not a bowl a pot pot of water a pot that you might simmer yeah and then you simmer it (laughs) and then the smell whatever the like ingredients are it's your intention right so if you're doing it for love if you're doing it for cleansing whatever the fuck it is Mm -hmm. and then when the smell bounces and travels around the room it's doing its work by cleansing yeah i love simmer pots simple things like that i want to talk quickly mm-hmm. about how i got into spirituality okay in the first place mm-hmm. and it's weird mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i am a movie fan yeah i love films and at a young age i also still do loved punk rock music yeah um I owe so much to punk rock. Almost everything at this point. Yeah. Um, my best friend and I listen to punk rock all the time. And we listen to a soundtrack from a movie. That's kind of how we got like acquainted with all of the best punk mm-hmm. from the 80s and stuff. And then the soundtrack was for the movie Repo Man. Yeah. One of the best movies of all time, in my opinion. We would listen to the soundtrack every single day in his weird little red convertible that we would drive around blasting suicidal tendencies loud as we could and then he was like you should come over and watch the movie you know we listen to the soundtrack all the time i have the movie we can find it and watch it so i went over to his house we sat down and watched it excuse me and as we were watching it it gets to this scene where the main character otto is talking to a homeless man he's a character as well Mm -hmm. but he's in a home he hangs out under like a bridge mm-hmm. and he hangs out at the wrecking, not the wrecking yard, the repo yard. Mm-hmm. And he's just like playing with a fire in a big barrel. And 
the the homeless character i can't remember his name miller i think yeah he's talking about like you know time machines and ufos they're the same thing and all this you know conspiracy jargon and then he starts talking about um the the cosmic sheet of unconscious mm-hmm. or whatever yeah consciousness yeah, yeah. I, he he words it a little strange yeah. but then he's like say uh you're sitting in a in a restaurant and um you're thinking about a plate of shrimp and then all of a sudden you hear somebody say plate or shrimp or like plate of shrimp mm-hmm. something like that you were just thinking it you didn't even say it and shelby and i my best bud shelby we started laughing about how ridiculous that statement was yeah and then but after i heard that i started seeing that mm-hmm. like i would think about something and i would see it or somebody would say it and that sort of sparked this whole thing mm-hmm. which grew into me being interested in spirituality that's crazy so, yeah just yeah. from seeing this weird punk rock sci-fi movie yeah. made in 1984 yeah and a homeless man talking about a plate of shrimp it just triggered something in you yeah yeah i was like oh no okay that's real the the homeless guy who did a bunch of acid in the 60s <laughs> had something to say he's really onto something he really was <laughs> It's pretty cool, though, because it brought you to where you are now. Exactly, yeah. That's why I said I owe so much to punk rock. Yeah. Because if I didn't listen to it, I wouldn't watch that movie. Yeah. And then all these years later, I mean, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't be here doing this with you right now talking about spirituality. Yeah. Learning about it. Yeah. Letting it, like, overcome your life. (laughs) Yeah. Just be a way of life. Going through the journey of spirituality. Yeah. Wouldn't have happened if I didn't see that movie. I mean, maybe it would have. I don't know what came after that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in this timeline. That was just like the main That's the thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's crazy how, like, you can go, like, your whole life kind of knowing what spirituality is or maybe not knowing what it is. And then suddenly there's just this, like, snap in you yeah and your perspective on life changes and like when i went through my i want to say my second spiritual awakening i don't remember my first like actual spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. i remember being very depressed and then all of a sudden like something changed in me and you get low right yeah oh you get super low because i remember my second spiritual awakening was like such a fucking low point in my life yeah like it was like scary scary low yeah and then i had like a breakdown basically like fucking lost my mind and then i woke up one like the next morning and like suddenly life just made sense Mm -hmm. it was so fucking weird it's so hard to describe it like i just started looking at life in a different way and i've seen it happen with other people too like for example Mm -hmm. at her birthday very very low point it was like kind of scary Mm -hmm. and then that's when she snapped and now she's just as spiritual as we are right and it all it took was like hitting that fucking rock bottom point yeah and then i don't know something in you just triggers and then you wake up and you realize like you realize like what spirituality is and like you want to learn more and like i said previously it's like a drug you just want more and more and more of it and the more you understand and the more you learn the better your life gets 
the better you get as a person, which in return helps your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just and like your loved ones. Yeah, exactly. Because you're Everybody. bringing loved ones into it. You know what I mean? Like when you're teaching other people about spirituality, you're opening their eyes to it. Yeah. And helping them become a better person too. Overall, spirituality is just like it's helped me so much. It's helped me become a better person. It's helped me like, you know, I've manifested my house. Mm-hmm. I've manifested people in my life that I love and care about. I've manifested so many things just from raising my vibrations and like taking spirituality into account yeah. and practicing it every single day. Yeah. It's brought in so much to my life, like so many fulfilling things, not just materialistic items, but like just overall it's bettered my life and it's amazing, honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, you get like, you know, if you if you get into it, you can get materialistic things like you said mm-hmm. you can get relationships out of it mm-hmm. the right relationships absolutely like we said way earlier on you're gonna lose some yep but those ones weren't right for you no you know maybe at the moment they were but you're gonna basically you're gonna shed the things you don't need mm-hmm. you're gonna gain the things you do need mm-hmm. and if you continue on with it you're more than likely gonna end up in your ideal scenario so like where's the downside here no, I don't think there is a downside to spirituality. Exactly. I really don't. It's going to be hard. You could look at the hard times like downsides, but yeah. they really aren't in the long run. Mm-hmm. You're going to just get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And a big thing like with spirituality is like, yes, it like benefits so much about your life and it's really fulfilling and like a, just a beautiful journey. But you do have to go through a lot of shit to get to, to wake up and to like get to those things. It hurts. You have to do your shadow work. You have to realize that you can be a shitty fucking person sometimes. You have to come to terms with the negative aspects of yourself in order to accept them and release them. Yeah. You can't have good without having bad. That's like the yin and the yang. Exactly, yeah. You wouldn't know what good was if you didn't have the bad to compare it to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But coming to terms with the demons inside of you and like realizing that, you know, you have problems most people have problems everybody does and a lot of people just either suppress them or just storm away in the fucking filing cabinet in their brain just (laughs) never fucking open it again but spirituality you have to yeah you have to open that cabinet you have to pull out your files you have to go over it you have to realize that you fuck up sometimes you have to realize like a lot of like shitty things about yourself in order to accept it and grow and move on and become a better person Mm -hmm. so it's not all like just a walk down the fucking rose covered path rose petal covered path (laughs) i don't know what the fuck i was trying to say it can get dark absolutely like my second spiritual awakening like i said i hit fucking rock bottom Mm -hmm. before i finally saw the light and you have to you have to go through that in order to be like in order to succeed to get to your higher self to be in a position so you can see like how it can get better exactly for me that's how it was yeah it got real bad Mm -hmm. real fucking bad Mm -hmm. you know like straight head first into addictions yep suicidal thoughts running rampant Mm -hmm. like not good yeah but that kind of puts you in a position i mean some people it doesn't work out but some people it uh it puts you in a position to see how it can get better absolutely and then you can go from there and get better it's like a it's like a trigger moment it snaps you know yeah 
And like once you hit rock bottom, the only way you can like the only place you can go is up. Yeah, exactly. There isn't like a second rock bottom that you can hit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think at least. I don't well, know. sometimes you there. think you're at rock bottom, and then you find out shortly after you weren't there. there was a ledge. Then, <laughs> yeah, now you're there. But once you hit it, you know you can you can only go up. You can only look up. It's gonna be super tough. Yeah. But you're gonna get to a point where it's like, I can't believe I was living my life without this. Yeah. It's so fucking worth it. Yeah. It really is. And on that note, we're coming up on our closing time here, so I think we should wrap up the episode. So in conclusion, shouts out... Spirituality. Shouts out mental illness. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit because it puts you in a position to become spiritual, unless you didn't need the mental illness and the giant drive off of a cliff (laughs) at 100 miles an hour into a dark, depressing abyss. Just one of the lucky ones that dive right into spirituality. You don't have to go through the bullshit. <laughs> What's that like? Hey, if you're one of those people, shouts out you. Yeah, if you're not, you. <laughs> shouts out you. And if you're not, shouts out you also. Shouts <laughs> out. Lots of positivity being shouted out. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning into our first episode. I had a lot of fun. Tons. I feel like it took a little bit to kind of get into the vibes, but then once we did, it's, yeah. That's how it goes. Easy going from there. We got like 30 episodes to go till we're professionals. 30? I think it's 30, statistically speaking, 30 episodes, and then you're like really right comfortable into it. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in again. If you could go leave us a review, uh, five stars, maybe four. Five stars. Five stars. Um, And we are going to be opening up a segment eventually where we will be having listeners write in. I would love to do like a questions of the week kind of thing where you guys can write into us, whether it be anonymously or not, and have us answer questions because I feel like we have great advice to give. So if you guys want to do that, um, we will be letting you know in the near future how you can go about doing that. And if you want to find us on any of our socials, it will be in the description for the podcast, uh, TikTok, Instagram, eventually YouTube. Don't miss out on that. (laughs) And yeah, we want to thank you guys again and have a great day. We will see you guys next week. Thank you.